Hey, welcome everyone to the Love Monday podcast. I am happy to have you here again today. Again, I'm going to remind you, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, what are you waiting for? If you subscribe, it will be waiting for you every Monday morning like a hot cup of coffee. Who doesn't want that? Well, I don't drink coffee, but if you drink coffee, you want that, right? That's what you look forward to in the morning. All right, let's get started. I'm coaching someone who's really struggling in her job. She'd like to get out of this job as soon as possible. I get this a lot, actually. I get this from a lot of people, and it happens to me multiple times a week. I get this same sentiment from people. Many people who hate Monday are dying to get out of their job right now, like right now. They want to get past it. They want to get out of the organization they're in into something new where they can love Monday just like Friday. But just like the best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago, the best time to get a new job is before you're desperate for one. If you want fruit and shade from a tree, you're not, you can't plant the tree today and expect it tomorrow. So you need to work on your job and this career change before you need it, before you're desperate. So my friend who I'm coaching said, I don't know how to get a new job. All the jobs I've had since I was very young presented themselves to me. I was chosen. And she said, I like being chosen. Being chosen. We love that, don't we? Don't we love to be chosen? We want to be chosen in relationships, friendships, and yes, even in our jobs. But the truth is, that's the worst thing you can do in jobs and friendships and relationships too. Let's break this down and use the relationship example first. How do we find romance in 2023? I mean, it's different for our parents and our grandparents than it is for us today, right? How do we find romance in 2023? How do we find that relationship? In 2023, we find romance, how? Online. We load an app to our phone. Maybe it's Tinder, maybe it's Hinge, maybe it's Bumble, something else. Then what do we do? We look at dating profiles and we start swiping. We swipe left for people we're not interested in and right for the people that we are interested in. It's a great system. Swipe left, swipe right. It's great. You get to choose someone you're attracted to. Then you date them and see if they're a good fit for what you're looking for in a partner. If they are a good fit, you build a relationship. If they're not, you move on and start the process all over again. But it's pretty efficient. I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't just load the app to your phone and then go out and look and never swipe right or left. No, you have to choose. I know this because when I first started this process for myself, this dating process, I was on several dating sites and my friend Lisa was talking to me one day and she asked how it was working. And I said, it's okay. Right now it's a little slow. Why is it slow? She asked. Because nobody's choosing me. <laughs> Again, I wanted to be chosen. She said, Ryan, you're waiting for women to swipe on, on you? I said, well, not entirely, but yeah, kind of. Right now, that's what I'm doing. I was kind of losing, losing my drive, losing my interest. Dating for me is like a roller coaster ride. It's got its ups and downs, and every once in a while, you got to get off and puke in the garbage can. And I was in that puke in the garbage can stage at, the, at that point, but I was getting ready to get back on the roller coaster. 
And she said, Ryan, you can't do that. You have to choose who you want to date. I was kind of new at this though. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And I didn't, I mean, that seems clear that you should do that. But again, just like I was talking about with the, with my friend who I'm coaching, who said, I like to be chosen. We'd like to be chosen. And I wanted to be chosen. Anyway, she made her point and I started swiping and things improved dramatically. Now there's more to it than simply swiping. There's a lot of prep you have to do before you start swiping or you never know what you'll get. It's kind of like a box of chocolates and some of them don't taste so good. <laughs> that's, that's not that they're bad chocolates. It's just that they don't taste good to you. Okay, so it, it's time. It's, it's the same for jobs. Let's talk about jobs now again. I told this person that I was coaching no, you've got to swipe right on the job you want. Just like in your dating experience, you got to swipe right on the job that you want. And you got to swipe right on the manager you want even. You have to do the choosing, just like I had to do the choosing in dating. And here's why. If you sit around waiting to be chosen, you got to be extremely well-connected for anyone to even know about you. But that's not enough. Then you have to be so good at what you do that nobody can ignore you. Like for that thing you do, your job, if someone looks that job up in the dictionary, your picture needs to be next to it. That's what I'm talking about. Are you that good? If not, it's extraordinarily unlikely that you'll get chosen, ever. I mean, I can count the jobs on one hand and really one finger that found me. Now, I, I hear from a lot of people that, that say, well, that's how it works for me. This job found me. This job found me. And as this person I'm coaching said to me, that's how it's been since I was young. Going along, doing my work, and the job finds me. But that really is not the best way to go. It feels good to be chosen. That doesn't really work in jobs. At least it's not the most efficient way. Because by the time someone actually chooses you, if you'd been doing the swiping, if you'd been swiping right on these companies or that company in particular, how much earlier could you have been in that role or in that company? So waiting to be chosen is a pretty inefficient way to get a job. Though it feels good because we get to be chosen, we kind of like it. But it's just extraordinarily unlikely you'll get chosen in that, in that, using that model because who knows about you? I mean, if you are a one percenter in that thing you do, then yeah, you probably get that a lot and that works. But how many of us are one percenters? And what I mean by that top 1% in what you do, the Michael Jordan of whatever it is you're doing every day. If you are, that's great. And you don't hate Monday anyway. And I guess I'm wondering why you're listening to this anyway. So LinkedIn is great, but it's kind of sucks as a, as a dating site if, you, if you're not going to be active on it. So, and I, you know, it's not a dating site, but it, as a dating site for new jobs, it kind of sucks if you're not going to be active on it. It doesn't really do you any good. It's like being on Tinder and just being out there. If you're not going to be posting, commenting, liking, and sharing the things that you see out there, if you're not going to be an active participant in the LinkedIn community, that's not going to help you either. But before even that's going to help you, you have to be extraordinarily good at what you do. I mean, really, really good. Then and only then are you going to get those best opportunities. So let's talk about what do you want from your career? What are you really looking to get out of it? Let's return to that dating example for a minute. It's not enough to fill out a profile and just start swiping left or right. Well, I guess that's all that's required, but as I've found, it's not enough because if you don't know specifically what you're looking for in a mate, then you're never going to find it. 
So in practice, you start dating, then you get into a relationship and then something goes wrong several weeks or months or days or whatever after they lose interest. They fail to make your priority. You don't communicate effectively. It all starts to break down because you were expecting something different than what you're seeing and it all falls apart. And why? Because you were never clear on what you needed in a relationship. So you accepted what was placed before you and it was largely based on physical attraction. I got dumped for a horse one time. I objected to not being a priority and she responded that her horse was more of a priority and that wasn't gonna change. I'm oversimplifying this because the truth is we weren't communicating. Neither of us felt emotionally safe to say what we wanted to, to have good, good communication. I was looking for a close relationship and she was looking for someone who was there when she needed him, but would kind of go away when she didn't. I could have avoided it all had I known what I was looking for, but I wasn't clear on what I was looking for when I met her. I was just looking for a partner in a relationship. I was just looking for companionship and that's exactly what I got. But my definition of a partner was completely different from hers. It's not her fault that it didn't work out. Nope. It's mine for not being clear on what I wanted and that I wanted to be a priority in a relationship. I wanted something that was more close than that. And she didn't want that. So that's my fault for not knowing what I wanted. We make this mistake in our careers. So after I got dumped, I was pretty down, pretty depressed about it. And I was wondering why relationships just don't seem to work out for me. So I spent the next several months getting some professional help, was just trying to figure out what I've been doing wrong. And I got those answers. I got some help to get those answers. And so then I started studying about this. I read books, I read studies, I read articles on the things that I found out that I'd been doing wrong since my very first relationship over 30 years ago. Then I got crystal clear on what I needed in a relationship. Once I was clear on what was not working, then I got clear on what I needed. I started with this list of 12 things, which I narrowed down to 10, and then I finally narrowed it down to seven, and then I started swiping again. And what happened was pretty beautiful because overnight it helped me narrow my focus and realize early women that were not gonna work out for me because we had different priorities and we were looking for different things. But because I knew what I was looking for, I could use those criteria to help me out. And then I stopped wasting their time and my time. It's the same with your job and your career. You're attracted to a job because of money or because it's in your field of study or because it's where your experience lies or it's got great perks. Yes, you might want all those things, but there's more that you want from a job. And if you don't get clear on all of those things, you'll keep getting into the same old situation where you continually hate Monday and you continually want to get out of that work relationship. It directly relates to work because it's the same concept. You have to know exactly what you're looking for in a job and a career before you start swiping. And when we come back from a break, I'm going to talk about how this relates to your career and what you can do differently so that you can start swiping right on what you're looking for and swiping left on what you're not. Hey everyone, I wanna introduce you to lovemondaylikefriday.com memberships. I have two membership levels, the basic membership, which gives you video courses, downloadable resources, exercises to help you love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. Things like gainers and drainers, that thing you rocked, 
lots of other courses and resources that will help you love Monday just like Friday. Now, the premium membership is $25 and that also gets you all of those things that you get with the basic membership. Plus you get a group live session with me where you can ask me anything. I will start each session with about 10 minutes of instruction, helpful suggestions to help you love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. And then the rest of the hour is up to you. You can ask me whatever you want to help you along this course to loving Monday just like Friday. So those are the memberships. Go out, sign up for the membership that fits your needs best. You can cancel at any time. And like I say, you have unlimited access to those resources. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about dating and relationships and how you need to know exactly what you're looking for before you'll be successful finding a mate. It's the same thing for your career. If you don't know what you're looking for, you don't know what you're going to get. And if you don't care enough to get crystal clear on what you're looking for, then you better not care what you're going to get because it's highly likely you'll go into a new job that makes you hate Monday just as much as you do today. And that's not what we're here for. We're here to help you love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. But this is virtually assured. If you're not crystal clear on what you're looking for, you're not going to get what you're looking for, just like you won't in dating. So what do you do to get crystal clear? First, you have to start with what you do best. I've talked about this in previous episodes and how you figure out what you do best. I call it that thing you rocked, and we have talked about it before. So what you do in a nutshell here, I'll give you the, the abbreviated version, is you go back and you look at look for your peak experiences in your career, those best days at work, and you analyze the hell out of those best days until you can see a theme running through all of those best days at all of those different jobs that you've had, and then you narrow all that information down to what you really are really, really ridiculously good at doing. Now, this may not be a job title, and it probably isn't, but it's a type of work. It's a type of work that you do that really energizes you. For me, specifically, it's helping people see their potential. It's engaging an audience, large or small, and teaching them something. It's coaching people to their highest potential, things like that. Those are the things that are common to my best days at work, those, that, that thing I rock, and those are those things I rock. Next, you find roles where you can do this. And for me, I found that I can do those things that I rock in like customer service and experience, any place where I get to talk to a customer, um, any of those roles um, as, a, as a customer service worker in a retail store, as a snowboard instructor, as a manager, as a speaker, as a coach, as a trainer, as a business leader, as a business consultant, I get to use those things that I do best in any of those kind of roles. Then you, then you identify some, some industries where you can find these roles. For me, it was industries like retail, corporate, recreation, hospitality, healthcare, industrial, anything that needs coaching, training, teaching, inspiring. I can do that in pretty much any industry. Then after you've found your industry, you go out and find no more than five companies that you would love to work for. No more than five companies. Not that, and, and this isn't just companies that just like, eh, they seem like pretty good companies. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, five companies that you would love to work for where you can verbalize in an interview 
I want to work here because I love what you do here and I want to add my talents to doing what you do here because I love it so much. If you can verbalize something like that in a job interview, you're going to get that job. You will because 99% of other people who are interviewing for those roles are not going to be able to say that. They're not even going to talk about what they love about what they do there. So it's going to, it's going to put you to the top of the list right away. So then you, then you, when you can say, I love what you do here and here's why, here's why I'm going to add to that. Then you go into the specifics of what you're going to do. So why do I say no more than five companies? Because you need to focus your search to places that will light you up. If you go beyond five, you won't have the focus you need because for most people, there aren't more than five different companies, organizations where that they just love what they do. And even if there are more than five, start with five because otherwise you're going to, well, I'll go into why you want to, you want to start with five because people do object to this, especially when they are desperate to get out of where they are right now. Like this person I'm coaching, she wants to get out of it. And I've had this recently several times. People are in this, they're in this phase of their, of their job where they just can't wait to get out of it. So this is why they object to it. It's like, I got to get out of here. So I'm just going to shotgun resumes out to every job opening in the world because they're panicking. But that's a recipe for ending up in just another bad position in another place. You're going to hate Monday just as much as you do today. And why is that? Because you're in a hurry to move on and you don't do the work that I've just been talking about. You end up doing the same work in the same job at a different company. And you find out after a couple of months that you hate Monday just as much now as you did before. Not only that, when you focus on no more than five companies that you love, you have to look at more than just the roles for which you have experience. So typically that's what we do. It's like, well, I'm a, I'm an accounts payable analyst at this company. So that's all I'm looking for at every company. And if you make me narrow down to five, there aren't that many of that role. Well, exactly. That's my point. If you narrow it down to five companies that you would love to work for, you're going to have to look at different roles than the ones that you're qualified for because you're qualified for a whole lot more than that. And so what the effect of this is, is you end up in a better position typically when you go to one of these organizations. I can give you example after example of people who have followed this process and not only ratcheted up their pay, but they went up a couple of layers higher in the next organization than they were in their current organization. Okay, one more thing as a side note. What if you're not desperate, but you still start dreading Monday sometime on Sunday? You're a Monday hater, just like 70 plus percent of the rest of the world. What if you're not desperate? You need to do this process now too. Do it now. Do it while you're not under pressure to make a change. Again, the best time to plant a tree is before you need fruit or shade. Because if you plant the tree today, you're not going to have that later today or even tomorrow or even next month or probably even next year. You've got to do this when you don't need it. So why do you hate Monday? Because why is it? I want you, want to, want you to answer that question. Think about that for a minute. Why is it that you hate Monday? And I will tell you it's because you're making one of the four mistakes that make you hate Monday. And what are those four mistakes? I've got this in our pilot episode. I'm going to make you go back and listen to it. But there are four mistakes 
that make people hate Monday. And you're making one or more of those mistakes if you're hating Monday or even dreading Monday a little. Hey, do you hate Monday? Do you want help to stop hating Monday? If you need coaching, real effective one-on-one coaching with me, the guy who started the Love Monday movement, I have some open spots. Go to lovemondaylikefriday.com. Go to the Monday store page for more details. Hey, when are you going to start loving Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason? It's time. So that is the show for today. I appreciate you joining me. If you want to have a guide to take you through this process I've outlined today, I suggest you go to lovemondaylikefriday.com and go for the basic membership. Sign up for the basic membership. For a minimal monthly subscription price, you get access to all my content, including the video courses and resources that will take you through this process we've outlined here today. That thing you rocked and how to how to get to that company you're going to love working for, that organization. If you want all of that same content plus a live group session with me on a monthly basis, sign up for the premium membership. It's a little more money. You get all the content of the basic membership plus a live ask anything time with me on a monthly basis, which is really cool. I'll give a little bit of instruction, maybe 10 minutes or so. And then you've got the rest of the hour to ask me anything. And I want to help you. Um, It'll be a group session, but I want to be able to help you. Now, if you want to love money just like Friday, but for a different reason, and, uh, and you want some one-on-one help, then I would say go in there and sign up for coaching. Purchase coaching. I've got coaching um, that I do on a weekly basis, a bi-monthly basis, which is twice a month, 26 times in a year. Or you can sign up for individual coaching sessions. I've got all of those things. I've got you covered if you want to love Monday, just like Friday, but for a different reason. So again, if you haven't subscribed to this pod- podcast, what are you waiting for? If you subscribe, like I said before, it'll be waiting for you every Monday morning like a hot cup of coffee just greeting your Monday morning so that you can hate it a little bit less. And if you subscribe to the podcast and you take advantage of the resources out on lovemondaylikefriday.com, you're going to start loving Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. Thanks for joining. Talk to you soon.